Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic, and hello, everybody. I am indeed back in Asgard, and we are ourselves having a good time. Orange Chat Review says, Odin, what's going on? Jeremy Swig says, Odin, the answer is Tatooine. Dude, dude, don't remind me of that, okay? I was already embarrassed enough that I got that question wrong, but you have to understand, when you're on the spot like that, you find out that you end up forgetting some of the easiest things. Because after the fact, I was like, of course it is! And then when I was hearing everyone else being asked questions, most of them I knew. Oh, man, it was crazy. Alex McCarthy, how's it going in my beauty, Louisiana, bro? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not as big of a fan of Louisiana as you are, man. Uh, but overall, it's doing okay. It's as fine as it can possibly be at this time. Uh, Greta, what's going on, Greta? We got Tina and Steph here as well. Herpictus... Herpicus McDerpington, Donathan Martin, saying, Clone Wars, Jedi Fallen Order, Vader, Immortal, so excited. Yeah, I didn't get to see any of the footage for the VR stuff, but all I can say is that Clone Wars Season 7, it looks fantastic, seriously. Dave Filoni has me, as you saw in the video today, has me actually excited for Star Wars again, and I never thought that I would be in that position. Now, don't get me wrong, I am only excited for things like Star Wars, you know, for uh, Clone Wars, you know, Season 7. I'm only excited for things like The Mandalorian, but even things like that, they could easily change. Again, they could easily be affected because of all the various things, all the various, uh, you know, <laughs> problems that could easily arise from those things. Mad Mitch says, Odin, what's going on, bruv? Macho Man, oh yeah, I, Odin, what's going on, Macho Man? Slicer Neon says, Odin's alive! Yes, indeed, yes, indeedy, that's a ticket. Mirrored Jeremy is here as well. Got Mirrored Jeremy. Um, let's see, G-Monkey, what's going on, G-Monkey? G-Monkey, great to have met you in Chicago, man. Thank you again for coming out to the meet up. Great to have you. Fool of a took. What's going on, fool of a took? How's it going? How is it going? Antonio Hernandez, we still love you. Well, I still love you. So thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Tina, what about Tatooine? So if you weren't watching the the, the crazy live stream that we were having, <laughs> we had a crazy live stream the other day on uh, that Star Wars Girls channel when we were in Chicago. It was my last night in Chicago. And I was going to bed. I was going to get a full night of sleep like a responsible person. And then eventually this, you know, I got a text from Jeremy saying, oh, come on, man, come on over. So I went over and of course I was there for two hours like I thought I was going to be. But we ended up playing this game, you know, heads up and it was Star Wars trivia. And I got asked what was the planet that Luke Skywalker was from. And I totally like deer in headlights froze and totally was not able to get it. It was very upsetting. It was very upsetting. <laughs> Mirror Jeremy, hello, hello, Soul Assassin. Hello, glad to see you survive Chicago. Indeed, I did. Feeling so much better than I, you know, the first day was the roughest day. Once I had people with me, you know, once Jeremy met up with me and I had, you know, I, I put this on the Welcome to Asgard channel so you saw. Once I had a good, solid crew of people with me, you know, proper Jenny, uh, Ginevra, as I like to call him, was there with us too. It was much better. You know, it was much better once I had actual people that I knew around me. And it made everything a lot more bearable. And actually, it's made me excited. I kind of want to go back to another con because it was really cool meeting people. It was really cool kind of walking the floor and covering it. So I would love to go again with Jeremy and do more, I guess, more of an official capacity type stuff, like covering events. It was really cool doing the Rebels panel, for example. I never thought that, you know, at one point we had over 400 people watching that stream because no one uh, was covering that. No one was streaming the Rebels panel. And I was so glad that I did because apparently a lot of people really 
wanted to watch that because Dave Filoni is amazing. Dave Filoni is fantastic. So I was very happy with that overall. Uh, Zion Waters says, Odin question, uh, says, uh, sounds like we only lost the roof of Notre Dame. Yeah, thank God. Doesn't sound like anyone was injured. However, it is still very sad nonetheless because obviously it's, you know, a church that's 850 years old or so, almost, you know, (laughs) almost an entire uh, millennium, you know, old. And it's just really sad to see something like that, something that historical go. I've, I've never actually seen Notre Dame. I've never actually been there myself. So to see it on fire, to see it falling apart, which is very upsetting. And so I'm glad that everyone seems to be okay, though. Very glad to hear that, you know, everyone seems to have survived and there weren't any uh, fatalities. Uh, did you see the Game of Thrones premiere? Yes, and I liked it. I will say I thought it was, you know, obviously nothing, nothing really happened. You know, not much happened, I would say. And I was expecting a little bit more action. And I was very upset the first episode was only about an hour. I, I, I thought that because this was the last season, we were going to get every episode being like an hour and a half long and being, you know, <laughs> solid episodes. But as far as it setting up a season, I think it did a pretty good job as far as setting all that stuff up. That's just me, though. Um, let's see. Uh, chat jumped on me again, so let's just find my find my uh, safe place here. Again, guys, if you want to get my attention, please make sure you put Odin question, all one word. It'll pop up orange for me, and I will read your comment or answer your question. Uh, it says, Grandmaster Yoda, good to see you back. Odin, how do you like the return of Sidious? I think it ruins Vader's arc story and makes the worst... Uh, makes make the worst film ever if it is if he is really back. No, uh, Grandmaster Yoda, I'm right there with you. I know Jeremy was saying the same thing, that it just totally ruins the Vader story arc if that character doesn't die. What it seems to be, I'm kind of mixed on it, because as far as the Star Wars trailer, I guess I can start there, since obviously this is going to be mostly Star Wars-related content tonight, because I'm talking about you know my experience of Celebration, kind of recapping the various things that I saw. So on the first day that I got there, I was going into the convention, and who should I run into but a giant six foot five <laughs> world class BSer named Jeff? So I got to meet him right away, which was really cool. So I hung out with him for a bit, and by the time we got up, you know, into the main floor, we were trying to find out how to get to the Star Wars Episode Nine panel. We could not find it anywhere. No one was telling us any valid information. It was one of the worst run cons, I, I would say. Not, you know, not just that day, and not just with directions. The venue was ginormous. It was way too big. And I think that obviously with all the stuff going on as far as the number of people it was good because we never felt crammed but it was so large it was so huge that no one no one knew where to go not a single one of us knew where in the heck that we were supposed to be going and so we had that no one knew where to tell us where to go and then also there was a whole situation with the you know the photo ops and the on autographs it was a giant nightmare they definitely oversold certain things them trying digitally for these various things just didn't really work out all that well and of course i have the horror story about how i didn't get to sign up myself for a single panel got lucky to get into rebels because there was you know not enough people apparently had signed up in advance and they had a crap ton of seats so i was able to get into that panel which was awesome because i was one of my favorite panels and then jeremy had a seat for me to get into the episode nine panel but i couldn't get in and so me and uh, me and Jeff ended up being on the main floor, and they were showing it. They were sh- like you know live streaming the entire panel. We couldn't hear most of anything. So our first time seeing the trailer, I was only able to see like half the screen because of all the various things that were blocking our way, and I could barely hear any of it. So I got to see the stupid you know <laughs> the stupid Ray flipping over the Tie Fighter, you know the jumping of the Tie Fighter, which is now a thing, and it just remind you know it reminded me so much of Happy Days and the jumping of the shark and how that became a thing. And so, you know, obviously that was terrible. But then I looked to a couple of things, you know, as far as things that I like. So let's start with the two positives. There were only two positives in the entire trailer. And one of the positives is actually a negative. So the two positives for the trailer for me 
where one, getting to see Billy D. Williams back in the Millennium Falcon was awesome. Like seriously, getting to see him back in the cockpit was great. That was a really powerful moment for me. Again, seeing him flying with Chewie, it was really cool. I, I actually, I liked the moment. I liked the way that was shot. And so I'm really excited to see him back on the big screen. Now, of course, I think they're going to ruin his character. I think that they're just bringing him back so they can kill him off because that's pretty much what Disney Star Wars is, is taking all the things you love, all the greatest things about Star Wars, and just, you know, subverting your expectations and ruining them. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm obviously very hesitant with that. But overall, I did like that moment. And then the other moment I liked, the only other moment that I really genuinely liked was the Palpatine laugh. And it was because I was reminded of Palpatine. But, of course, that only goes so far because it creates so many problems. Again, did Palpatine somehow survive? If he did, again, as you just mentioned, Grandmaster Yoda, that totally ruins the character arc, the story arc for uh, for Darth Vader. And I think that's a bad thing. I don't think that's a smart move. On the other hand, too, what if they are true, you know, truly going down the road of a Dark Empire storyline where possibly this is a clone? And in that storyline, they had a clones of the Empire, or the Emperor cloned himself, and so that way he could never truly die. I mean, remember he said that someone became so powerful in the Force that he can even defeat, you know, light, you know, even could defeat death itself. What if maybe part of that saying was that he found a way to clone himself and to somehow be able to, you know, maybe move consciousness to other bodies. I I don't know. I mean, obviously, I think there's problems with that. I think there's definitely an element of it being lame and kind of lazy storytelling. However, I think that that's the only way that you're going to be able to somehow maintain that character arc of Darth Vader. But even then, too, it still causes a lot of problems. Because what it means is that it's Disney trying to bring back some of the best parts of the original trilogy, of even the prequel trilogy, when it comes to, you know, uh, the actor who played Sidious coming back. And I think that what they're trying to do is they're simply trying, just like the title suggests with Rise of Skywalker, to clickbait people. They're trying to get people to come back and they're doing it very lazily. They're saying, oh, look, you see, we have Skywalker in the title. And then you got that idiot Kathleen Kennedy going out on the press junket saying, oh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, it just conveys emotion. And, you know, we didn't want a title that was going to tell you what the story was about. And Josiah Rises did a great video on Geese and Gamers today where he basically said, what are you talking about? That's what titles are supposed to do. Titles are supposed to convey what a story is about. That's the entire point. That is the entire purpose of what a title is. You're supposed to get an idea. New Hope, obviously that came after the fact, but let's go with the first film, Star Wars. It meant that we were going to see wars in space, and that's what we got to an extent. Obviously, of course, with the (laughs) the, the destruction of the Death Star being a major part of that, but we had spaceships flying around, so boom, it was revealed. Empire Strikes Back. Literally the Empire striking back at (laughs) at the Rebellion, and then Revenge of the Sith. Or rather, sorry, Return of the Jedi. The Jedi literally come back because you have that amazing character arc of, uh, <laughs> of the of the character of Darth Vader. Sorry, I, I was losing my concentration for a second. And so you had all of these other things going on, and the titles were very clear about what they were about. And now Kathleen Kennedy is coming out saying, "Oh yeah, Rise of Skywalker conveys a lot of emotion and everything, but it means nothing." doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't explain the story. And it's like, what are you talking about? This is a woman who has no idea how to explain anything. That's why we can see Star- why Star Wars. You want to know why Star Wars is doing so poorly? Because of her. Because she's an idiot. She does not know how to run a universe. She does not know how to create a universe. And so, therefore, 
it is very much clearly on display. So yeah, that's my overall thought. There were a couple of moments that I liked, but even that second moment of the Sidious laugh, as cool as it is, because Sidious is back, and I'm more excited for the actor playing Sidious to come back on screen in some way, and there's a lot of potential that they could have, it also just creates so many problems and so many issues, and... I think it really just conveys lazy storytelling and lazy writing on behalf of J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy, who just don't know how to build a universe. Uh, Ash McCarthy says, Don't forget, the WWE Superstar Shake-Up starts tonight. Yes, that is indeed correct. I will not be able to watch it. I will have to watch that after the fact, but I am still excited for it nonetheless. Also, Price is Right Review. Thank you so much for the Super Chat. Sorry, it took me a while to get to you, man. But thank you for the Super Chat. He says, Odin, you were having too much fun with Jeremy's car. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say this much. There was a moment when uh, Anna and Jesse were lost, and so Jeremy had to abandon the car. We were on an act, like we were on a street. It was kind of like the sketchy <laughs> underneath the building, so it wasn't a totally active street. But there were cars passing by, and so he just parks it in a place that we're not supposed to park, and then says, "Hey, man, I gotta go grab them because they're gonna get lost." And to be fair, the place was gigantic, and had they tried to find where we were on their own, it would have probably taken them several hours. I mean, Jeremy was trying to get Andy Goss from the UK, from the UK, from the UK. Uh, back and it took them an hour and a half just to get out of the freaking building. So he knew how crazy it was. So he's like, let me go grab them because otherwise they're going to get lost forever. And so he ended up leaving me alone in the car. Now, you guys know, like, I suffer sometimes with, you know, social anxiety and various things. So I was, like, freaking out because cars were passing me by. Cars were pulling up behind me, not realizing that I was parked. I had the emergency lights on just to make it very clear that the car was not going to be moving and finally, like, you know, it felt like forever. It was probably only about 15, you know, 10, 15 minutes. But, oh, my God, it felt like forever. He finally came back, and he was like, he could tell I was kind of just freaking out. So, <laughs> yeah, not a big fan of the car. But thank you very much for that super chat. Price is right. Uh, G-Monkey says, uh, glad to see you made it home safely. We had snowstorm after you left. Yeah, so it was. It started snowing the morning I left, and I loved it. I love snow. I'm from Louisiana. We don't get a lot of it, so it was really cool to see. And I'm very sad because I heard that it was like a lot of snow, and it was like covering into the point where you could have a snowball fight. And I was so upset. Guys, you have no idea how sad it was for me to leave on Sunday. Not only because it mean I had to meet, I had to miss the Mandalorian panel, which I really wanted to see. Jeremy did a great job covering it, though. And, of course, Star Wars uh, Clone Wars episode, or rather seasons. I don't know what I keep saying episode, but season seven. Everything about that. You know, those were, like, two of the, the biggest panels that I really wanted to go to and, unfortunately, wasn't able to. Alan Tudyk had his own panel, and I found out about it literally the day before, and I was so upset. And, you know, I mean, Jesse was really – he was like, oh, you changed your flight. Come on, stay an extra day. And I really wish that I could have, but, unfortunately, because I went through Spirit, it's this whole process where you would have to pay a fee, and it would have cost more than anything else. And to be honest, it actually was – you know, it worked out for the best because my, uh, you know, my wife's family was in town, so I got to see them. We got to get lunch, and – we had to do a lot of stuff around the house because we are indeed trying to prepare for moving because uh, I can now tell you guys just a little bit more about it. So uh, for those who are patrons, you know a little bit more about this. And I was able to tell a few people, uh, you know, uh, over the weekend. But indeed, I finally indeed received a an offer for a job that I've accepted. And it means that indeed I will be moving. So positive news all around. So yes, indeed, I do have a job for next year. It means that I'll be moving away from Louisiana, though, into the middle of the country in Tennessee. So I'm not going to tell you exactly where, because obviously for protection reasons, but in the great state of Tennessee. Um, so at some point in time over the summer, we'll be moving, and I'll keep y'all posted on that just in case streaming schedules gets affected over the summer, but we still got a little ways. But also, that might affect streaming going on right now, because obviously the priority's got to be getting the house ready to be sold and all that crazy stuff. But um, So it ended up working out for the best, but I will say I was so upset because everything happening on Sunday looked like so much fun, and it snowed. 
and I love snow. It would have been fun to have a snow, snow, snowball fight with them. Uh, Tina says, oh, that one, I missed that question. No problem, Tina. Slicer Neon says, I have been listening to two-time speed videos all day. Can you talk faster? Snark, Slicer Neon. <laughs> hey, man, I listen to myself on two-time speed, so whenever people say I talk too fast, I'm like, um, I don't think I talk that fast because I have to listen to myself on a crazy speed. Uh, Laura, what's up, Laura? Ryan stole my fan fiction story. You're awesome. The Senate says, are you streaming today because Hooker Hunter Jeremy always steals your thunder? That is true. I, I, I am indeed streaming today, so I would not be surprised if Jeremy jumps on his own live stream, especially since he's probably getting back, because I want to say he was staying over in, what, Kentucky last night? So, I, mean, I imagine knowing him, he got up early, because, you know, that's just what he does, so I'm imagining he's probably back, and so I wouldn't be surprised if he tries to do, like, a recap stream, just like I'm doing, because that's what Jeremy does. He steals my thunder. Yes, Ginevra. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, still waiting for the White and the Furious 3 Chicago Drift. <laughs> I didn't check his channel. Did he put 2 White, 2 Furious up yet? Because that was my favorite video. That was so much fun. <laughs> Next celebration, Anaheim. Did they announce it? Did they announce it? Star Wars celebration. I guess that would be, what, 2021? Did they Did they announce that? Or 2020? Anaheim! What? They're doing one next year? Oh, that's cool. I thought they were going to wait two years. That's actually kind of exciting. That's interesting, too, because they said they were going to hold off on films. Because, so what are they going to be announcing? I guess shows? I guess they're going to do Mandalorians and, you know, that kind of update. I don't know. That's interesting. But that's awesome, Laura, because Laura's from California, and so that means that you know, because after going this year, I think that, you know, you know, depending, of course, on how episode, how episode 9 goes, how the Mandalorian goes, how Clone Wars ends, you know, obviously there's a lot of things in play to see what direction the Lucasfilm seems to be going, if Kathleen Kennedy's still involved, all that stuff could easily take into a play. But I would like to go just to be able to meet up with people again. California is a great place to visit. I've been to Anaheim before. I've actually been to a, it's not really, you know, this was actually my first, like, con. I've been to a conference before, but it was like an education conference. I don't really count that because it's not the same, but it was in Anaheim. So I'm imagining it might be in the same building. Uh, That's exciting because that means I get to, I, I have the potential to meet Laura next year. Ah, yeah, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. And next year, I, I, I'm definitely going to try and and uh, and come. I want to see. Uh, they don't have dates yet for it yet. But that's interesting. Okay. That's awesome, though. That's really cool. We predicted. We thought it was going to be in California. It just made the most sense to us. Uh, Demon Sai says, hey, Odin, good footage over the weekend. Really enjoyed it. Glad that you liked it. I do have some more footage, some 1080p footage that I'm going to try and get up over the next day or so. But things have obviously been pretty crazy. Sharptime Gaming says, how long are you streaming? Going to be off for a couple of hours? Um, so yeah, I'm going to be going on and probably till around 8.30, or rather, no, 8, 8.15 or so. So next, probably another hour and 10 minutes or so. It's about another 70 minutes. And then I am going to try, I am going to try something different. So there's something called Restream that I just discovered. And apparently you can connect multiple accounts to it, including this new thing called DLive, which is what PewDiePie is using. And so I might do a test run with that after this stream ends. So if that's something you're interested in, I'll try and drop the link to it when I get it set up. Um, I've never tried it before, have no idea if the streams are going to work. I know there's certain settings that you need to have or that, that they suggest having. I don't know how it works, so I'm going to do some test runs on that because if I can get that working, then that means that when I stream, I can stream to Twitch, I can stream to YouTube, DLive, uh, I think I also got one up on Periscope, all at the same time. 
And so therefore, it broadens the audience appeal. If people don't want to watch on YouTube because they don't want to support YouTube, they can do that. Uh, so, And also, DLive is something that's brand new that I've never experienced before. And so all potentiality, again, a lot of potential. So if I'm hoping I can get that to work because that would be actually really cool to be able to have that type of capacity. Because also there's a way that you can get a chatting, you know, chat app where all the different chats are in one place. So you don't have to go to different windows. It's all just contained in the one place. So that might be something to play around with a little bit later. Um, let's see. All right, so Serveterm Gaming had the last chat before it jumped on me. So let's just go back up to Serveterm Gaming. Oh, man, so many chats. I've been talking up a storm. I've been talking up a storm today. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so Slice of Neon says, I guess Quasimodo doesn't want Disney live action remakes too. Oh, yeah, Slice of Neons. I'm glad that no one got hurt. Um, so, but it's still a very, a very important historical place has one of my favorite, you know, it's based off of one of my favorite, rather one of my favorite Disney animations, which is indeed, uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, but also of course for religious reasons too. So my prayers are with, you know, the people of the cathedral that indeed no one was hurt Again, nothing's been reported yet at this point that anyone was hurt. So I want to make sure that everyone indeed is okay before anything yeah so i wouldn't joke about it alexander says notre dame couldn't hold for low singing okay yeah i'm not gonna guys i'm not gonna joke about that because i still think even if no one was hurt it's still a very serious thing that's still a lot of damage being done to a uh to a very important historical place especially for religious reasons so not gonna go after that please thank you uh Zinewater says eat anything yummy while up there not really i didn't have time to eat so i ate at the location for the most part <laughs> So I actually, we went to the same, uh, there was a little strip mall, not a strip mall, but it was a little series of like three or four different places to eat. So the first day on Friday, because it was a Friday of Lent, I couldn't eat any meat. And so I ended up having a slice of pizza, a slice of cheese pizza, which is just disgusting because I love pepperoni. And so to have cheese pizza, is just like so bland. So I had that. It was $7. It was seven freaking dollars for a slice of pizza in this place. They were price gouging up the wazoo. So it was decent. It was a fine slice. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had, but still cheese pizza, not the best thing that I could have had on that day. Then we went to Patty Max for the Phantom, Me- uh, Phantom Menace meetup, which was a lot of fun. Got to meet a lot of really cool people. It was a little crazy for me at times. A lot of people all in a very, you know, small space. Uh, but overall, it was it was fine. It was okay. And I will say this much. I see a lot of people leaving. Is there another stream? Did Jeremy pop up on a stream? Damn right. Dude, why? Jeremy. Jeremy. Why do you keep on doing this? That is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Seriously, Jeremy, you're stealing my thunder, man. You are stealing my thunder. Valkyrie, go over and harass Jeremy saying, why do you always have to stream when Odin streams every single time? Always got to st- always stealing my thunder. He needs to go to bed. That's what he needs to do. He needs to go to bed. <laughs> but anyway, when we went to Patty Back Zine, uh, we uh, ended up having, I ended up having fish and chips. So that was pretty good. I actually got to choose sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries were freaking delicious. The fish was okay. I mean, you know, fish and chips. Fish, fried fish can only go so far. And uh, But then on Saturday, I was able to get a burger at the same place that we went to before. And I don't really remember much else. So, <laughs> uh, Demon Scythe. Uh, let's see, he says, Clone Wars and The Mandalorian have, gi- have, re- have given me reason to stay a Star Wars fan for now. Was there no Jedi, Last Jedi panel at Celebration or anything The Last Jedi? No, nothing. Because obviously, they recognize the problems with that film. A great comment that was made by a voice actor who did the voice of Akbar, actually. He 
through so much shade at the last shot. Guys, if you've not seen the video, look it up. I think it's Thomas Kane is his name. Look up that footage. It is awesome. He basically says that, you know, he's like, yeah, I mean, it was so, I just, I never understood why Akbar had to, you know, die so ceremoniously, you know, ceremoniously, just, and he's out in space. And who's this Holdo person anyway? Why is she the one that makes the sacrifice? You know, it should really have been, it should really have been Akbar. And the host gets so uncomfortable and basically says, oh, okay, okay, yeah, all right, all right, let's move on. Basically trying to move on from the subject. He was so embarrassed because he knows, Kane knows, everyone knows The Last Jedi was a joke. It was awful. The very fact that you have the rise of Skywalker, that it's so on the nose with its clickbait title, shows you that they know and recognize they have to get people back. They've got to get people back. Oh my god, yeah, but nothing about The Last Jedi at all. It was great. You know, the only time Kathleen Kennedy was on stage was, was for the Episode Nine panel. And everything else, I think she was gone. I don't think she did, I don't, to my knowledge, I don't think she did any other panels. And you know what, you know, Dave Filoni was on almost every panel. Like, he was on anything that was major to do with Star Wars, he was on. Like, he was on the Rebels Remembered, he had the Clone Wars panel, he had the Mandalorian panel, and he had a, he had his own interview, too, which I was able to cover. And, oh my god, like, this dude's amazing. Dave Filoni's fantastic. Dave Filoni for president. Seriously, he should be running the show. I know that he's, you know, being creative is not enough sometimes to be, you know, the head of a studio, but I, at this point in time, he would be better than Kathleen Kennedy. At least he would have a vision. At least he's creative. Kathleen Kennedy has no idea what the hell she's talking about. Uh, See, Greta says, I was happy with the premiere, got reunions out of the way, and the RNL equals J revelation. It makes the battle more complicated. Yeah, Greta, it makes it so much more complicated.